y'all, please get ready. Both of your seatbelts and come along for this ride because this one, this one here, you ain't gonna miss, okay? So let's get into it. Um, first of all, what's going on family welcome back to the grateful together podcast i am so thrilled and excited that you have decided to tune in into another episode i hope you guys have been listening and liking the things that i have been sharing first of all i just want to say thank you for your support it means the world to me i would not have this and be able to continue to grow and to continue to show up if it were not for you. So give yourself a round of applause. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> to you. Um, I am back with another episode. We are still in season seven. This is going to be episode two. As you may have noticed, the title is I Missed It, um, A Wake Up Call. So basically a backstory. Uh, well, before I get into this episode, I do just want to let you guys know that as you have noticed, or you may not have noticed that things are changing here, um, there are so many things that are coming up and I am super excited. So I just want to give you a little recap of those things that are coming up. So to give you something to look forward to before I get into this episode. So one quick reminder, do not forget that the podcast will be available on YouTube. It will be available on YouTube. Um, I will not be posting another like visual episode on there until the next week or so, but they are already uploaded on some, some that I already had. Um, so just keep a watch out for them. There's also community updates on there. Also for all my ladies, where my ladies at? My ladies. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, I will also be hosting women's Bible study. Women's Bible study every third Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be including that information down in the episode notes. As I tell you guys all the time, please check out the episode notes. There is always something good in there. Um, so I believe that that is. Oh, also, I will also be doing a Monday morning weekly prayer so i'm gonna record those and post those up so you can listen to it and pray on your way to work or wherever it is that you're headed this week coming up so that will be something to look forward to as well um and i also will be doing um just 15 minute worship um worship gathering so it'll just be 15 minutes of just listening to worship songs and praying and just inviting the holy spirit in our environment just inviting God to go with us everywhere we go and just give him the glory give him the praise that is something that I do as soon as I wake up when I get up I'm praying in my heart because I'm too tired to just pray out loud but sometimes I really do just pray in my heart and then once I go out into the day I pray before I leave and then I just start worshiping I start listening to music to get my day started because I feel like we should be dedicating time first it's just like a tithe. Time is a tithe too. So dedicate the first couple of hours to God. Give God your first. Give him the first part of your day so that the second part and the last part of the day goes accordingly. You know, let him order your steps. So those are some quick reminders, some things to look forward to. Like I said, I will be putting everything in the episode notes. So don't forget to check that out. So let's wrap this up and let's go ahead and get into the episode. 
So now that we are done with all of our updates, I'm so excited, you guys. I am so excited. And like I said, for my ladies, I really do hope you join the Bible study next week. It is going to be a blast. I'm telling you, I already know. God has given me a great message to put out to give to his women, and I am so glad to share it. So please join if you can. If not, I will put the replay up. That's something I forgot to mention. The replay will be up available on youtube only youtube only it will only be on youtube so that's also something to look forward to so let's get into this word so basically to give you guys a backstory of what i'm going to be speaking on um on this episode it's basically about a wake-up call that god gave me um so basically you know god has been as you can hear um just doing a lot of things in my life i am definitely on a new journey and I'm trying my best to embrace it. But as we all know, that when God calls you to something new, it's kind of hard to navigate sometimes. And sometimes it gets a little foggy. Sometimes, you know, you don't know what step to take. And then when you take another step, you don't want to take another step until he gives you that next. And sure, like, you don't want to take steps until you get God's okay. And sometimes we get to a point where we start taking steps and we go ahead of him. And then on the flip side, we get to a point where we don't take any steps because we're waiting on him. And then the whole time, he's going to order our steps. And what I learned was um, there was a lot of situations where, well, there was one particular situation I'll speak on it. Um, for me, was my apartment situation. Um, because I know God had already told me and revealed to me that I would be moving out of my current apartment and into a new location. Um, so... So I had been just trying to figure out, okay, God, I know you're telling me to go, but I don't want to go until I have clear instructions on where you're leading me to go. Like, I don't care how long I have to wait. I'm not moving until you tell me directly where I'm going, right? And so it got to the point where my lease had ended and I ended up, um, I did not do month to month. I did not do month to month, but I ended up extending it. I extended it like three different times, three days on each time. Okay. So, you know, God was in the midst. Okay. So I ended up extending it. Like God kept telling me to extend it. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, and I pray every time I'm like, Lord, please let the, you know, the leasing manager be okay with it. Cause I know sometimes it can be like, okay, girl, you need to just sign a lease or figure out what you're going to do. But she was very understanding. She was very um accommodating and she was with me the whole ride. And she just told me finally at like the third time I ended up extending that, I told her, I said, listen, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I said, give me by the end of the day, I will have an answer for you on what I'm going to do. Because I ended up applying at another place and I ended up getting approved, but um, with that situation, it just ended up being me compromising. Um, it was on the floor I didn't want to be on, and it was so much money up front. It was just ridiculous. I've never, in my entire life, I've moved several times, but I've never had to pay as much money up front. And I know that times are different. This is like a private-owned company, so they want to secure their money. I'm all for it. But for me, at my house, <clears throat> I was not going to do that. Um, so I ended up um just talking to my manager and figuring everything out and so by by the time I told her on this day um that I was gonna just let her know by the end of the day so I, I came home and I said God okay you know this it's up to you like I'm leaving it up to you I'm leaving it in your hand because let's be real I had told God I said you know I know that you're telling me to go but I don't know what your definition of go means and I'm not moving until your instructions to me are clear 
I'm not moving until you make the path for me to go. So you give me instructions. If your instruction is take that step and you're after me, then I'm cool. If your instructions is go to this specific place, then I'm cool. Like whatever you're calling me to do, I don't want to do it if it's outside of your will because it means that much. Like it meant that much to me because I'm like, God, I'm not doing this without you because this is you. Like this is you telling me that I'm leaving. I already, you told me to put in my lease. Uh, never knew it. I did that way before it was time. And then I had to end up doing it again. Like it gets to a point where God tells you to do something. And sometimes he double back and, and tells you to do it again, just to make sure that you heard him and you understand and you still standing on what he said. Okay. Cause I ended up putting my, um, <clears throat> y'all have to excuse my voice because you guys know, Anytime I get on here to record a podcast, the enemy tries to creep in, but I rebuke him in the name of Jesus that he will not take my voice while I'm trying to speak. As you can hear, my voice is crackling and all of a sudden going out. One moment, please. Okay, so I'm giving you guys the disclaimer up front. If my voice sounds a little choppy, you know why, okay? This ain't nothing new. If you've been here, you know, but for my newbies... <clears throat> the enemy tries to come in and steal my voice because he don't want me to talk to y'all. He don't want me to get to God, the word that God has for you out. But I don't care if I have to talk to you guys in and out of raspiness. I'm going to speak, okay? God gave me a voice. He told me to use it, and that is what I'm here to do in the name of Jesus. So, like I said, I had told God that, listen, you know, I'm not doing this without you, whatever you want me to do. So, that day when I told my landlord, I said, listen... Give me by the end of the day. I will let you know what I'm going to be doing and we can move forward. So I ended up coming home and I ended up just spending the rest of that day just in time, in presence, in the presence of God, like just praying, worshiping, just asking for him, inviting him in to give me that answer so that I could give her the answer before the night ended. Not on the next day, but on that day, I said, Lord, please give me your answer. And so lo and behold, it was, of course, after hours, but I ended up sending her a message and let her know what the plan was because, <clears throat> see, there it is again. I ended up letting her know what the plan was. So I ended up, um, excuse me, I ended up, see, look, now I can't figure out what was I saying. I ended up messaging her, but it was after hours. So of course she didn't get it. So I ended up going to the office the next morning because she hadn't called me yet. So I went to the office and I told her, she said, well, did you decide what you're going to do? So I ended up talking to her and letting her know, okay, this is what I am going to do. This is what I'm going to do. So I ended up um, just talking with her and letting her know what I was going to do. So I ended up just moving into another apartment. Um, And the coincidence about it was that God ended up making a way for me to the point where it's like, I don't have to pay anything extra outside of my rent. And not only did he, like, I don't have to pay anything. I don't even have to get a truck. Like, the building is really so close that I can just, like, what? Get a truck for what? Like, what? What truck? Like, I don't need no truck. <laughs> I am the truck. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not a man. But, you know. But anyways, so God ended up working this out for me because I didn't have to pay no transfer fee. I didn't have to pay an application fee. Like, I didn't have to do anything but just talk to this lady. Um, And she also told me that on that day, she said, okay, we can agree that you will let me know what you're going to do by the end of the day. But this offer only stands today. And so that's why I was like, okay, God, I have to have an answer for this lady. So I'm trusting that you're going to show up for me and you're going to give me this answer, right? So he ended up giving me the answer. And so I ended up giving her the answer and then she ended up standing on her word. Like, okay, listen, this is what we can do. And so, um, it was a smooth process. The next day, 
No, that same day, I ended up going to look at a few different apartments. And the first apartments, I kind of, I'm going to be real with you guys. I kind of got discouraged because I'm like, well, God, you know, this is what you got for me. Like, this this look worse than my apartment that I got. Now, my apartment I have now is upgraded. It's nice. Like, why why would you call me out of my apartment to come into this apartment? Like, what? And so, you know, as I'm walking through, I'm just like, ah. Like, you know, that little phone is like, mm, this is nice. The whole time it's like, mm-mm, girl, I'm just stay where I'm at. <laughs> so I ended up walking down the stairs and I was just like, God, like in my heart, I'm just talking in my mind rather, or in my heart, whatever you want to call it. But I'm just talking and praying because I'm like, Lord, all right now, I know you're not going to put me to shame. Like we ain't go through all of this because at this point we were practically 30 days out or 15 days away from, well, no. Yeah, about 15 days from my lease ended because my lease ended on the 15th, but I didn't, uh, I'm still currently in my old apartment. I'm waiting for the new one to be ready. But um, so at this point, I'm just like, okay, God, I know you didn't send me through all this. I ain't been standing here waiting on you for you to bring me out of my nice apartment to put me in something that's just um all kind of put together. And so I'm walking back to the car and the, the lady, she says, well, let's, she said, Jasmine, she said, don't. She said, let's do this. She said, I got one more apartment for you. And I said, oh, thank you, Lord. I said, you heard my heart. You heard my heart because I was getting a little discouraged. I was getting a little discouraged. And so she said, I have one more apartment. She said, but I want you to go in with the open heart. She's like, I want you to see it the way I see it. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, this is going to be busty and da, da, da. So we get to the apartment. I'm like, oh, well, this is a lot closer um, then this, because with the other one, I would have had to get a truck. I would have had to have help because it would have been upstairs. And I was like, I didn't want to live upstairs because I, I I like to be aware of my surroundings and I have a son. So when it's a nighttime stuff, I like to be able to get out of my car and get in the house. I don't have to drag him up the stairs. He takes forever to get upstairs. Like I like to be aware. And it's just so much going on nowadays. I don't want nothing stopping me, not even a stair. Um, cause I would hate to have to grab my baby by his, um, little stuff and drag him up the stairs and something wants to come get us. So I'm just like, I don't need nothing hindering me from getting my son and myself in the house to safety, okay? And for me, at this point, because he's so young, that just would have been a hassle. Like, I stayed on the second floor when I was pregnant with him, and when I first had him, it was a hassle. Um, So, I'm like, I don't want to do that right now. So, um, we ended up going to this second apartment, and when I walked in, I knew it was the place. I said, yes, God. I said, ooh, ain't it just like you? I said, the counterfeit comes before the real thing. I said, this is the apartment. I said, well, what's wrong with it? Like, I couldn't understand why she kept telling me, like, oh, just, and she, we walked through, and she's like, well, look at that, and look at that, and I told her, I said, girl, that's nothing. Like, it's nothing. Like, what? I said, this is the one. This is the one. I want it. I will move in here, and so she was like, well, Give me a couple. She's like, uh, March. Give me some March, and I'll get it figured out. And then so I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, I'm just like, well, I've I've waited, I've waited this while. I might as well wait. And so she's like, um, so she ended up telling me like, well, listen, I'm not gonna charge you like month to month. I'm gonna just go ahead and let you keep paying what you were paying. I'm not gonna, you know, charge you anything else because to pay month to month it was like almost fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars. Okay. And so she was like, I'm just going to prorate it, um, the same thing you've been paying. She's like, and once it's ready, you can move over. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um, I said all that to say that in the midst of God giving us instruction, we have to be obedient. When God says go, go. But if you are not clear on the instructions that God has given you, stand and wait until he gives you the clear instructions. Because as I was reading and studying to get this message out, I learned that God is very clear. Okay, he is not the ops. What am I saying? 
he is not the author of confusion. So if something is confusing, I will say that sometimes God will confuse you because God is a God. He does. Sometimes you're like, huh, God, huh? You know, but he is not the author of confusion. I think sometimes when we hear things that he tells us, it confuses us because it's like, well, God, huh? You you thought he told you to go this way. when Really, he meant saying, staying here and go there. So sometimes, you know, we confuse ourselves by interpreting wrong what he's telling us. So, um, the first thing that I want to, the first takeaway that I want to give you is to just seek God. If you're not clear on something that God is telling you to do, seek him first, because he will give you clear instructions. And the, that's where I want to start at. So where I was reading from, when I started thinking about just my own situation, because like I said, you know, I knew God was telling me to leave. I knew I was not called to stay in my apartment. God had already specifically told me, you are leaving. You are not staying in this apartment. When time is up, time is up. And so I was kind of confused because I'm like, okay, God, well, my lease ended on the 15th, but you're still allowing me to be here. So where are you taking me? And that's what I meant when I said by God, it's not the author of the confusion, but sometimes his instruction will confuse you if you haven't gotten all the answers or if you haven't just been in his presence long enough to hear what he's telling you to do. So whole time I'm sitting here like, okay, God, you're going to present me with this place where I'm going. And the whole time in my situation, this may not be for you. God may have already told you what you need to do or what you need to apply for to move in that next direction, in that next step. But as for me, what he was giving me was once you move and take that first step, I will redirect your steps if they are wrong to the right place. And you see that in what I said. I ended up staying with my original um, apartments. I started off looking at the wrong apartment, but just when I started to, to slip away and get discouraged, God said, I got a better option. That's another takeaway. God always has another move. Don't ever count God out. He has the best move, but he always has another move. So even if the first thing, if you find yourself compromising and settling in the first thing, just know that that's not the the choice. If you feel like, okay, I got, if you don't have peace about it, I didn't have peace about that first apartment. Okay. Like I said, I was in the like, uh-huh, girl, <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. And the whole time I'm like, mm, Lord, help me. I know good and well, this is not, this is not what I, what I meant when I said, show me like, this is not. And just when I started to like question and just talk to God he was like listen chill I got you like I said the lady was like oh you know what let's let I got one more option for you and I was reminded right then on the spot that God always has another move so don't ever settle for less than what God has because God's option is always the best option so we take a look at scripture um where I was looking at is in Genesis, and I told you guys, well, no, I have not told you guys, so let me be the first one to tell you guys, we're going to be spending a lot of time in Genesis. As I told you guys, God has really been dealing with me on Genesis and showing me the beginning, like he's doing a new creation in me, and I'm pretty sure this is a new year for you, so you're working on some new things for yourself, so I pray that this word speaks to you, and I pray that it is for you, but if it's not, that's okay. If you know somebody that is for feel free to share it to them. I'm pretty sure they want to hear it. But we're going to be spending a lot of time in Genesis. For my ladies, um, Bible study next week, that is where we're also going to be looking at Genesis 8 and 9. It's a great word, just a hint. The topic is God remembers. Basically about how God remembers his promises. He remembers you the same way he remembered Noah. And coincidentally, the word in this podcast episode today is around the same kind of topic. Um, But it's a wake up call to remind us, a reminder that, you know, sometimes we can miss what it is that God is actually saying because we're not fully understanding 
and we sometimes we take when we pray and we don't get an answer, we take God's silence as an answer. And sometimes we take that silence as an answer the wrong way. So I want to just encourage you and give you some key takeaways today to give you the courage to just stand and wait until God gives you peace about making a move on something. So where I want to look at today is in Genesis 6, chapter 6, verse 9. Genesis 6, 9. This is where God warns Noah. God warns Noah. So starting off at Genesis 6. Uh, I can't talk. See, you guys. Starting off. And then y'all know I got these braces. So, aww. <laughs> um, Starting off at Genesis 6, 9. It says, these are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. Noah walked with God. So I highlighted this and it was highlighted to me because it reminded me that Noah was set apart. He was the only one of his kind in this time. He was set apart. And we see that because it says that um, he walked with God. He was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. He was the only one like him. So I think that's important to know that you're set apart. You're set apart, so your walk is different. You know, everybody's walk is not the same walk. And God will call you, but your call may not look like somebody else's. And the way he's calling you may not look like somebody else's. So don't ever feel like just because your walk doesn't look like somebody else's that God didn't call you. That's the first reminder, or one of another reminders. Then um, we're going to jump around a little bit. So we're going to go down to Genesis 6, 13, um, where it says, Then God said to Noah, I have decided to put an end to every creature, for the earth is filled with wickedness. Because of them, therefore, I am going to destroy them along with the earth. And the reason I felt like this was a good place to start is because it, it gives you instructions like it gives you or it gives you God's plan, right? Not really instruction, but it gives you in, in plans like 13 is his plan. This is God's plan. This is what he said. I've decided. So when you decide to do something, that means you're going to plan that you plan on doing this. This is an action. So 613 talks about God's plan. Then when you jump down to 14 to 21, he gives you his instructions to Noah. Um, briefly, 14 says, make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark and cover it in pit with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to make it. The ark will be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide and 45 feet high. You are to make a roof finishing the size of the ark to within 18 inches of the roof. You are to put a door in the side of the ark, make it lower, middle and upper decks. So basically like top four, second four, third four, you know. So that was 14 through 21. No, I'm lying. That was 14 through 16 um, that I just read. 14 through 16. So that was God's instructions to Noah. And then I also put that God also is clear. And I said this in the beginning. God is very clear with his instructions. And he makes sure that you understand that his instructions are clear. And the reason I came up with this conclusion is because in Genesis 17, it says, understand that I am bringing a flood. So he wants you to understand what his plan is. He takes you back to let you know that this is my plan. 
Like he says in his word, I have a plan to prosper you and not harm you. So whenever you get in a situation and you're like, well, God, this ain't in my best interest. You you have to ask yourself, is this from God or is this a counterfeit? Like I said, the counterfeit always presents itself before the real thing. And we know that God is not a man that he shall lie. So he gives instructions and sometimes it confuses us, but he's not the author of confusion. So you have to get back in his presence and then he will come back and make sure that you understand. So it says, understand that I am bringing a flood. Again, he's making sure that Noah understands what his plans are. And when I say his, I mean, God, these are the plans of God. God is going to bring a flood among the earth to take out all the creatures. And, and we have to also take a look at, at that time, really technically Noah was the only man there because the world had been so polluted with evil. Angels came down and was having kids with the women. A lot of the giants and all that stuff was going on. It's in scripture. Read your Bibles, people. Read your Bibles. So just giving you a context about that. So it says, understand that I am bringing a flood. Flood waters on the earth to destroy every creature under heaven with the breath of life in it. Everything will enter the ark with your sons, your wives, and your sons' wives. So again, this is God's instructions. It reminds you of his plan. Like, he wants you to clearly know, this is my plan. I'm going to flood these people out. Like, get out of here. <laughs> get You're out of here. Three strikes, you are out. Y'all pass these strikes, okay? Because God is graceful. But God is also just. So God said, you know what? Three strikes, you're out of here. So he's understanding that Noah understands what the plan is. And so that's why I said God's instruction is clear. Like, his instructions is clear. So... Um, that was Genesis six, seventeen. He made his plans clear with Noah. He made his plans clear so that Noah understood what the plan was, so that he knew what he was doing. Um, and that's another thing, you know. Like I said, if you're not clear on God's instruction, continue to seek Him and do not move until He has let you, um, or not let you, but don't move until he's made his instructions clear because you don't want to make the wrong move. But if you do decide to take a step and your steps aren't correct, he will order your steps and put you where you're supposed to be. Sometimes you'll take a step and he'll put you back where you started at. And you're like, well, God, why am I back here? And it's like, because I never told you to leave. Nobody told you to take your foot off a go. I told you to stand here and be still and know. Nobody told you to move your foot. I said, wait for me. And if you didn't get a go from me, you don't give yourself a go. Because when you go, I got to send you back because you didn't do it right. So let's be a, not only a hearer of the word, but a doer. When God tells us to stand, stand. When he tells you to move, move. When he tells you to go, go. Okay? Okay. Next. So <laughs> um, the next thing that I highlighted was in chapter 6, verse 22. Chapter 6, verse 22, and Noah did this. He did everything that God had commanded him. So that's my next takeaway. That sometimes in God's instructions, so basically what happened with Noah was God warned him. Then he instructed him. Once he was done with the instructions and wholeheartedly, 100% completed them, God spoke again. Right? So, and you're going to see that in a second because basically let's go back to the beginning. So God warns Noah, Genesis 6, 9 says, um, it tells you who Noah was. And then it tells in 13 that 
what God plans was. I'm going to put it into every creature, right? Then he comes back again and reiterates verse 13 and says, listen, understand what I'm doing now. I'm flooding these people out. So either you take heed to what I'm saying or you do what you're going to do, but just know I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So if you don't build an ark, and that's another thing. Sometimes we be standing thinking that, that God can only get what he needs to get done with us. No, baby. He will move on to the next person. If Noah, can you imagine getting a call and not answering it? And that's why I said I missed it. Like, there's been so many things that God's been telling me. And I'm like, Lord, I missed it. That has been my word. And don't be like me. Be better than me, okay? I'm like, Lord, I missed it. I had to come back to a few things. Because I'm like, God, I heard you wrong. I thought you said this and I heard you wrong. I, I, I This is still standing, but this ain't a now thing. This a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I heard you wrong. Let me come back to it. Let me double back. And don't be afraid to come back and say, you know what, God? I'm sorry. I heard you wrong. I interpreted that wrong. And then sometimes when we walking out that thing, God will excuse me, God will correct you and say, no, uh-uh, baby, I never said that. This is what I meant. This is how you took it. And that's why I said, if God did not tell you to place your foot off, go, do not press the gas and go. You need to hold on to the brake until he tells you it's time to go. But like I said, you know, God warned him. He made sure that his plans were made understood by Noah. And then he instructed him. And once Noah completed in 22, once he did it, everything that God had commanded him, if as we enter in chapter 7, verse 1, entering the ark, we find out that the Lord starts speaking again. So he warned him. He made his plans known. He made sure Noah understood the plans. And then he instructed him. And God was silent. There was no more, no more talking. This man just building, building, building for something he never even seen done before. He building, building, but people looking, people laughing, people saying this, people saying that. And that's how a lot of times people do in real life. They're going to see you and they're going to be wondering like, girl, what, boy, what, what you doing? God told you what? God never told you that. Let me tell you something. I'm here to tell you God did tell you that. If he told you that, okay, because I'm not confirming nothing that he didn't tell you. But if God told you to you and you 100% stand firm on it that God told you that, God has told you that. And if you're not, if you're confused about what God told you, take that thing back to God. Can't nobody, don't let no prophet, don't let no, don't let nobody tell you something that God never told you. Okay. Because that will steer you in the wrong path. Do not be led astray. Follow God's voice and God's voice only. Do not even follow your own voice because you know why our voice is deceitful. Our hearts are deceitful. Do not be led by your feelings. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Be led by what God is telling you to do. Don't listen to other people because other people don't want to see you. A lot of them don't want to see you go where God has called you to go. Some of them do. Very few of them that you're hanging around do. But most of them ain't going to want to see that. So you need to consult with God before you do anything, before you open your mouth, before you take a step, before you do this, before you do that. You need to consult the kingdom first. We live a God first life over here, okay? So let's get back into it. I don't know who needed to hear that because that was not a part of my word. But anyways, <laughs> we let the Lord lead, okay? But so as we enter in, in the ark on 7-1, it says, Then the Lord said to Noah, Enter the ark. You and all your household, for I have seen that you are alone, that you are, what? Wait, <laughs> sorry, y'all. For I have seen that you alone are righteous before me in this generation. You are to take with you seven pairs, a male and its female, of all clean animals, and two of the animals that are not clean, a male and female, and seven pairs, male and female, of the birds of the sky. 
in order to keep offspring alive throughout the earth. So here again, and this is where it got interesting because I was like, well, Lord, you basically did the same thing over. You warned him. You gave him instructions. You let him know your plans. You confirmed your plans. And then you went silent. Once he completed it, you spoke. And then he comes back again and he does what? He gives him instructions. He gives him instruction because you have done what I told you to do. Okay, now I can give you this last, this next piece. It may not be the last piece because as we, if we go down, this is something also that I'm going to be speaking about in Bible study um, on chapters 8 and 9. As we see that even when the, the flood came, there was still, God was still giving no instructions. He had to send the birds out to see what the land was looking like. He had to wait. He had to wait. And sometimes we hate waiting. We're like, oh God, I want this thing. Nah, you showed it to me. Nah, bring it to me. Nah, give it to me. Nah, <laughs> but no, we have to wait. Noah had to wait. What makes you better than Noah? Come on. What makes you better than Noah? Noah was a man who what? Walked with God. I'm pretty sure you walking with God too, but what makes you better than Noah? Noah built that ark. You know how long it took that man to build that ark? Do you know how old Noah was? Noah was, what, 600 years old, wasn't he? Let me see. I don't tell no lie. Well, I don't know how old he was. I think he was 600, like when he died or something. Let me see. I have to probably come back to that because he was old, okay? I seen it. I, I just read it when I was reading this. But, yeah, Noah was old. He wasn't no young blood out there building and beating down on the ark. That man was old. Here we go. Noah was 600 years old when the flood came. And water covered the earth. This man was 600. Can you imagine building a, a, a ark and you 100 years old? Man, listen, I'm 30 years old. And I can't imagine myself out there building no ark in the hot sun, slaving and beating. And people looking at you crazy, talking about you crazy, talking about you crazy, you done lost your mind, talking about something you never seen before. And then you get 600 and you finally sailing on the way. You, you passing all them stuff by because they didn't believe. So, be patient. Noah had to wait. You can wait. Okay. Anyways, back to the message. So, basically, like I said, when I read this part, I'm like, okay, God, you basically did the same thing over again. You warned him. You instructed him. You made sure he understood the instructions. So, that's what he did. After he completed it, God came back and he started speaking. Once he completed everything, we saw that in the previous, and this is just my Bible. Y'all hear me flicking back and forth. Oh, y'all, listen. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your regular programming um, but I want to let y'all know, I did give me a physical Bible and your girl has been in her Bible, minding her business. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh my God. You guys, I am so excited. I am so excited about this Bible. Listen, I've been wanting a physical Bible for so long. I'm so tired of using my phone, having to go from notes and highlight. No, ma'am. No, sir. I got a physical Bible. Y'all hear me? Let me Mm-hmm. You heard that page? It's a physical Bible. Don't play with me. Maybe because I would. Oh, let me let me see what the Bible say about that. What verse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it say that there. Mm-hmm. Pull out my Bible. But anyways, <laughs> I want to let y'all know I got a physical Bible. And I got me a little journal. Because, baby, let me tell you something. I've been diving deeper. I've been spending time with God. And I've been over here minding my own business. Okay? That's for somebody. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like I said, um, we see that basically God does the same thing over and over. He gives instruction. Once we complete it, whole, uh, once we do everything, it says Noah did this. He did everything. Don't do one step and then like, okay, God, I'm sitting here waiting. Okay, God, I ain't did no steps. I'm just sitting waiting on you, God. Send me a sign. Make a rainbow in the sky if you want me to do this, do that, do this, do that. 
And sometimes what I'm learning is it's okay to ask for consistent confirmation. It's okay for you to be asked for confirmation of God's word. Because sometimes, like I said, we confuse ourselves with the things that God showed us. And he'll show you those reminders when you least expect them. But if God is telling you, okay, I need you to make this first step. And once you take a step, if you're going the wrong way, I will order your steps. Like I said, in my situation, you see that. I took one step to this apartment. I said, uh-uh, this ain't it. And God said, you're right. It's not it. Let me put you back in the right direction. And literally, like I said, I don't know if y'all caught this, but in the beginning, I said, the first apartment was in the front of my building. The apartment where I'm going is near my building. So I passed it. <laughs> Come on, y'all better catch it. I passed it going to something that was never for me. So I had to come back and allow God to reorder my steps. And that's why I said, don't be afraid to take that step. If he's telling you to move, move, move your feet. If he's telling you to wait until he gives you the instruction, you wait, wait. Hmm. That was a note. Go when God says go. Build when God says build. That's my next, um, that's my next point. Because God, what God was highlighting to me is that sometimes we get in a season where, you know, God's calling us to rest or prepare and do these things that we overextend those seasons. We overextend those things. It's supposed to be for an X amount of time and X amount of time that came past, looked you in the face and came again. And you still doing the same thing. He told you to stop doing two weeks ago. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. You need to consult God and ask him, okay, God, what, what should I be doing? Should I still be resting? Should I still be preparing? Should I still be standing? Should I still be moving? Like, what am I doing right now? Because you don't want to be outside of the timeline that God has. And even if you are, it's okay. God is gracious. He will send you warnings and instruction. Like I said, a wake-up call because God gave me one. I was extending my resting season too long. God gave me a week to rest. And your girl, on her second week of rest, okay? But you know why I'm on my second week of rest? I'm on my second week of rest because I did not steward. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm on my second week of rest because I did not steward the week that I had to rest well. There were so many distractions and things sent up against me, and they almost prospered, okay? I almost gave in to those things, but I had to realize what was going on, and that's time I can't get back. So because I lost time in the week where I was supposed to be preparing, now I'm in a time where I'm supposed to be executing. My preparation week is gone, and I'm still in preparation in a week where I should be executing. So don't get caught being busy preparing in a week or in a day where you should be building, Know where you're supposed to be going. Imagine if Noah would have show up and said, okay, God, I got you. <laughs> you said a flood coming in 200 years, 100 years. I'm going to build it in like, I'm going to start building it like next month. I'm going to build it next month. I'm going to start, I'm going to go get the wood and stuff, but I'm going to just, I'm going to build it next month. God ain't telling him to do that. <laughs> God ain't telling him. God said, this is now. You, now. When I bring the all right, when I bring the water, you're going to go with the water. Because you don't listen. Because when the water comes, the boat ain't going to be finished. So guess what? You and that boat that's half put together going to go floating down the aisle, down the way, down the, around the world. And y'all going to be all stuck under because you didn't listen. And he might still have made it because, you know, God is gracious. But he probably would have took, took that man all up and through. Him and the little animals would have been on that boat. Probably thinking they were about to die. So don't be busy building in a season where you're supposed to be preparing and don't be preparing in a season where you're supposed to be building. If it's time to get to work, get to work. Ask God, God, what should I be doing? Put me where I'm supposed to be and I'm telling you, he'll do it. And sometimes I was telling my best friend the other day, I said, Lord, well, the Lord is my best friend. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you want to be highlighted. But I was telling my earthly best friend, I was telling her, I said, girl, God told me 
that um I was supposed to be preparing. I was over here doing nothing. And he wasn't on. And I just told y'all, in the week where I was supposed to be preparing, I was not preparing because there were so many things sent up to distract me. And I was taking it. I was baiting it. And I didn't realize it until it was too late. My preparation season ended five days ago. And here I am in another week. Preparing for stuff that was supposed to be executed this week. And so I had to get serious. I said, Lord, I had to repent. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. You're right. I was distracted. A lot of stuff was happening. I couldn't understand what was going on. I said, Lord, it's okay. I hear you loud and clear. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do to get everything done when I'm supposed to get done. Because I know this was a week. I went in the week knowing that this was the only week I had. And then I, I also said to myself that I thought I had more time. I thought I had more time to get these things done. And time just snuck up on me. And that's another thing that's for somebody. You don't have as much time as you think you have. So don't be sitting here telling yourself, oh, I got time. No, you don't. You don't have time. Whatever God's telling you to do, you need to do it now. It's imperative that you do it now. And if you don't know what that is, you need to get in God's presence and you need to ask him. Okay? Okay. So, closing this out. And there will be a part two because this is already kind of long. So, I'm going to split this up into a part two because there is a part two. Another story that I want to talk about that um, where I got... Also, the same things just to let you guys know that I ain't lying. This is how God moves. He, he, his instructions are clear. Okay. Don't miss it. Don't miss what God's telling you to do in the season because you missed what he said and you interpreted it wrong. This is your wake up call. Hello. I'm calling answer. I'm calling with a message from God. You need to get focused and do what it is that God told you to do. Don't procrastinate. Don't worry about what people going to say. Don't worry about what you going to say. Just do. So, lastly, I want to leave you with that God is a promise keeper. God keeps his word. And we see this in Genesis 17. Genesis 17. Because it says, seven days later, the flood waters came on the earth. After Noah did everything that the Lord commanded him, God kept his word. He flooded the earth. And some of you are like, girl, no, everybody flooded the earth. He flooded the earth. How <laughs> I said, he flooded the earth. You're going to hear it today. He flooded the earth. He kept his promise, you know? And he remembered Noah. He remembered him. We see that in uh, 8. The flood recedes, chapter, uh, Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. God remembered Noah. That's how it started off. Because sometimes when we get out there in that storm, and when we get out there in that flood, we feel like everything around us is drowning. And we feel like, God, did you forget about me? Did you forget that I was here? You sent this over me and you forgot I was here and God remembers us. And that's why y'all need to show up for the Bible study next week, ladies, because that's what I'm talking about. God remembers. He didn't forget you. He didn't forget his promises to you. He didn't forget those prayers you prayed. He remembered. Okay. Just like he remembered with Noah. Not only did he remember Noah, but he remembered Noah's family. Not only did he remember Noah's family, but he remembered the animals that was in the ark with Noah. Okay? He remembered. If he remembered the animals, why won't he remember you? So, um, let me make sure I got all my points for this side of the world with Noah. Mr. Noah, man. Um, so, key points take away, like I said, build when God says build. Go when God says go. Don't miss the call. He calling you. He knocking at that door. Open it. Answer the call. Don't be in a state of rest when God says build. Don't be so set on getting all of the instructions. Do the first thing God told you to do. And once you complete that 100%, he will speak. 
we see that. And I'm going to show you that in part two, where I start talking about Genesis 22, the sacrifice of Isaac. I'm going to show you the same things that basically was just taking place with Noah. I'm going to show you it again. A few chapters down the line in the same book of the Bible. Again, like I said, God is, he's the same. He's consistent across the board. If you confuse, you need to get in his presence, okay? Move when God says move. Be obedient because God is a promise keeper. And that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this was good. I hope you took some notes. I hope you go back and listen to this because I don't know what God is calling you to do. But I know that he's calling me to go deeper. And that's what I've been doing. Y'all see me. This is a different lineup. These things are being done different because God is calling me to come different. I'm giving it to you the way God gave it to me. If you, um, I want to give this out. If you have not listened to the For You I Will message, I highly encourage you to listen to it. I do want to give a disclaimer that it is kind of like the, the audio of it is kind of choppy because I was recording in my car on that microphone and I didn't realize I thought I was on my phone. Obviously, I was I was on Bluetooth. So it's like when I'm getting like hyped up, you know how I get a hyped up about the word. When I'm hyped up, you can tell. But it's okay because you still get the message out. And that just goes in hand in hand with this because God is a promise keeper. For you, he will. Okay? So that's the word. That's the message, rather. That's the message. Don't miss it. This is a wake-up call. And I'm going to go over... And record the second part of this. I'm going to be speaking on Genesis 22, the sacrifice of Isaac, and show you the same things I just showed you with Noah to give you the facts. Get your Bibles out if you need to. That God is consistent across the board. His word and instructions are clear. If you are confused, you need to see the kingdom. But I want to say that I love you. Most importantly, God loves you more. If you are not tuned into the community on YouTube, please go over there and join. I'm going to link it in the description notes. If you are not following this podcast and you feel led to follow, led to follow. If you know that this is where you need to be, then go on and follow us. Keep in the know. Ladies, 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 ladies. I'll see y'all on Wednesday for Bible study on January 17th. If you um want to join, I will put instructions in there as well. I hope to see you there because it's going to be a great uh Look. It's going to be a great remembrance because God remembers, but that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say it's going to be a great time, um, but the message is God remembers. So I love you all. Continue to remain grateful because being grateful makes you gorgeous. If you're a man, being grateful makes you humble and handsome. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you stay tuned for more episodes. Remember, being grateful makes you gorgeous.